Hey friends, thanks so much for joining us. This is Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. I'm a clinical psychologist, leadership consultant, and a really big fan of you getting to fulfill your life purpose. I want you to get unstuck and unlock your potential relationally, emotionally, spiritually, and vocationally. Thanks for joining us and let's get started. Welcome to Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford and Christmas season is officially in full swing, my absolute favorite time of the year. And in the wise words of Buddy the Elf, we need to spread Christmas cheer for all to hear. While that's funny and silly, it's actually really, really true that you can be a change agent in your sphere of atmosphere. What if you are the person that sends thoughtful text messages just to let people know you're thinking about them? What if you're the person that sings silly voicemails that makes people laugh or posts on their page something that's just incredible compliments about what you see in them? What if you're the person that writes a handwritten note to celebrate and honor them that they feel seen and known and thought of? In a world of being siloed where technology and Instagram and all the world of social media has created a superficial grid of relationship, people need to be seen and they need to be known. I've talked to a lot of clients who actually dread Christmas time in this time of year because there's family obligations, there's pressure, there's finances and stress and having to buy gifts and juggle schedules and everything that comes with this time of year. But my encouragement is that we don't lose sight of the relationships all around us, that there are people who are rude and they're ugly and they're difficult to be around. And those are most likely the most soft-hearted people who've been disillusioned, who've been burned by life. And if you are the person who sees them and sees the jewels behind the scabs and the scowl, that you're the one who can draw out beauty, draw out light, cause that true gem of who they are to be revealed. The way we do that is we have to stop the pressure of life, slow down. There's brain waves. And when we're in a fast brain wave, it's really hard to notice the small details, the minutia of someone's facial expressions. And even if we do recognize it, we're often recognizing it in annoyance because we are task-driven, multitasking, trying to run here, drive here, get this done, you know, complete the checklist, get everything crossed off the list so that we can go home and finally veg. If we live our lives in that fast pace, we miss out on the sweet moments. We miss out on the opportunities to speak life and identity and help siloed people who feel invisible in the world. It may be the rude checkout person. It may be the person that steals your parking spot at the mall. It might be the person who's the waiter at the restaurant that just has no customer service. It could be a thousand different ways that we discredit somebody and think whatever, like just blow them off because they're rude. But God may be sending you into their path. 
I remember a really sweet night in my life where I was at a dinner where I felt very specific that I was supposed to take a friend to a certain restaurant at a certain time, a certain day and sit on the patio. Now, it's not like it was Charlton Heston by any means in my head going, Shannon, do this. But it was just kind of an impression, kind of like this thought. And I had a mental picture of taking her to a certain restaurant, sitting on the patio. And that night we were visiting, chatting, and I saw this man walk by us and I just knew. I knew that I knew without head knowledge. I just knew this man looked like God loves him and pursuing him. And he just looked kind of heavy and that that would be an opportunity for God to just let someone know that he sees them. So as awkward as it was at like 10, 10 30 at night, uh, most of the restaurants are already closed and this man's walking to his car and he just keeps walking forever, like far away. And I'm just trailing behind him, sir sir, sir, like so beyond awkward. And finally he's in his truck looking down, door is closed, probably looking at a cell phone and you can just feel this heaviness coming off of him. And I seriously turn around three different times because I think this is so awkward. I'm this random girl who's just running after this man, like, uh, awkward, right? Uh, if he wanted to be noticed, he would have looked up by now, but I just kept feeling this nudge. And so what's a girl to do? I believe there's a God and I believe he loves people. And even if I'm wrong, I would rather be wrong pursuing somebody to know the love of Jesus rather than be cool and self-protect my identity and my reputation. So even if I'm wrong, I might as well err on the side of trying to bring hope and encouragement. I ended up getting that man's attention and he comes out of the car and I'm like, sir, I have no idea, but I just felt like God wants you to know he sees you and he loves you. And as there's glistening tears in his eyes, and he said, you have no idea what that means to me. May I tell you my story? So he tells me chronologically a lot of events that had happened in his life. And it comes to find that he's a Christian. But that morning he was so discouraged that he said, God, would you just let me know you see me? Would you send somebody to encourage me? Something to let me know you're still there? Because it was like, trial after trial after trial. And so he felt known, he felt seen, and it felt like confirmation that God would send some super random person to run after him in a deserted parking lot. So awkward to just say, Hey, Jesus sees you. And there's so many times that that story has happened in my life and in so many other people's lives. And many times probably for you as well. But I want to encourage you, we've come out of 2020, we've come out of the pandemic, and it may amp up, who knows, but don't stop seeing the person in front of you. We need your Christmas cheer. We need hope more than ever. And you are that ambassador. So many times we're waiting for God to intervene. We're praying, Lord, change things, make it different, make it better, bring hope, bring positivity, bring a change. And as what has been often quoted, you may be that change.
You may not see yourself as a change agent. You may be a barista. You may be unemployed. You may be a C-suite executive. You may be an entrepreneur in a startup. Whatever your role is, you're valuable. And just looking people in the eye and saying, hey, you have beautiful eyes. Or, hey, I just feel like God wants you to know he sees you. Or, hey, is there anything I can pray for you today? Not being weird, not trying to like overly do it, but just truly in your heart of heart sensing, what does this person need? I don't want to come with a big agenda. I don't want to try to manipulate them into an experience. I just want to honor the value of the human in front of me. In a world of technology where we're multitasked, we're busy, we're burnt out, we're driven by cortisol and deadlines, can we stop and spread Christmas cheer? You may be the person that influences someone not to commit suicide. This last week, one of my clients, one of my favorites, all of my clients are my favorites. I really love what I do, but one of my favorites said, Dr. Crawford, you know, it's Christmas time. And looking back, I really do believe if it wasn't for you, I would have committed suicide. I wouldn't be here. And so I want to say thank you. And now let me be honest. There were a lot of hard days that I felt inadequate. I felt scared and overwhelmed. I really want this person not to kill themselves. And I'm going to do my absolute due diligence and ethics but it was hard for a long time wanting to make sure that this person is safe. And how do I navigate this? Every individual life, every crisis is so unique. But here's the thing. On the outside, this individual is very high functioning. He is a leader. He's an executive. He carries so many people in the community and his family looks to him. No one would know that this individual had contemplated suicide for the last year of his life. There's people around you that may be in very dark places and yet are able to put a mask on. If you can drink deep of the well of God's love and goodness, if you can picture putting the oxygen mask on your own face to receive love, to be imparted, to visualize just letting liquid love pour into you, you can bring hope. You can bring encouragement. And as we go into the holidays, you may be around family members that drive you batty up the wall crazy. <laughs> I'm a therapist. I hear the stories, right? Like we all kind of know the stereotypes. And yet those ones that drive you the most crazy may be the ones that God is highlighting for you to minister to. And now minister doesn't necessarily mean you talk their ear off and you try to get them to believe what you believe. It's not a time for crusades, but it is a time to show genuine interest to clear your mind of the clutter and the agendas and just focus on this person. Let your eye contact be genuine. Let your interest be captivating. That they feel truly valuable enough to hold your attention. You may not agree with what they say. You may not agree with their politics, their moral positions, their religious positions, whatever it might be, but remember the humanity that Jesus didn't come to try to make everyone 
you know, his little mini me, he extends his hand in relationship. And it's the kindness of the Lord that draws man to repentance. It's when we feel truly known and valuable that God wins our heart. And may your heart be won over by the kindness of God this Christmas season, so that in that enrapturing, delightful love of his love pouring into you, you can be a catalyst of sharing that love with the world around you. If we look for Christmas parties and shopping and food and whatever else that Christmas time is supposed to give, we will become very shallow and easily irritated. But you, when you get quiet and still and you start your day just saying, hey, Jesus, I ask you to pour your love into me. I receive. If you visualize taking the lid off your heart, breaking all glass ceilings of self-limiting beliefs like unworthy, like I don't feel good enough to receive your love. I don't feel like I've done enough. I, I don't have enough works. If you just remove those and start to let him love you anyway, let him love you just as you are, flaws and all, imperfections and all, and out of the abundance of your heart, by receiving that first, you can give that to others. My encouragement to you is that you are more influential than you think. But many times we're looking for the big pinnacle moments. We're looking for being on TV or on a platform or on some kind of a stage instead of recognizing all eternity for that individual could change just by you slowing down, slowing down the brain waves, and recognizing the person in front of you. There even could be thoughts that pop in your mind like intelligent, creative, a vision, a plan, and something just kind of pops up and you can say, Hey, I don't know why, but I, I look at you and I just feel like that God has a really good plan for your life. I look at you and I just see a lot of value and creativity, or I don't know, it might just be me, but I just feel like, and then you just share whatever you sense. It doesn't have to be this big, dramatic, you know, angel coming to you, telling you what to say. It's just you stepping out and sharing from your heart to theirs, humanity and the exchange of value. This is the world that we want to create. If we allow the news media and the political people in Washington and, and the capitals to decide our world, we are all screwed. We're becoming communists. Like it's going to be rough but we're still here and you're a change agent and I'm a change agent. And if we link arms, we can restore beauty and value and worth and dignity and the importance of choice and free will to create and imagine. I remember going to um, some places that were former Soviet Union that had been under communism. And they were talking about how as artists, the communists shut down their ability to do art. And when they were liberated and set free from the bondage of communism, they were able to open their studio and start painting again. 
And there was something that came alive. They were able to choose their own home and decorate it and make it beautiful. And there was rounded edges and bright colors. And they were able to open a, a, vine, a, vinery, a winery <laughs> and, and have this beautiful business that the, the government didn't own, that they got to actually have self-worth and dignity. And just to see their countenance light up as they described what you and I have every day, what we take for granted, they cherish. And there is a time where we need to not just go with what's going on in the world and just put our head down and just keep with the task. We need to put our head up. We need to look at people with worth and value. We need to speak life and truth and identity into people. We need to be change agents in whatever sphere of influence we have. And we need to cover and stand up for those who are doing that. You may have less freedoms at some point in this life. So will I, but that should not produce fear that should produce a, like a steel iron rod in our back that like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we are not going to bend our knee. We're going to rejoice. We're going to celebrate. We're going to believe that better days are ahead, that he who has begun a good work in us will complete it unto the day of Christ Jesus, that our latter days are better than our former days, that he's taking us from glory to glory. May this be a time that you know what's going on. We're not Pollyanna. We're not pretending that things are perfect, but we also know God usually works with the minority. He usually works with that one person or the 500 or the 300. He works with the smaller number because then he gets the glory. If we do nothing, it's going to be rough. But if you ask the Lord every day, God, fill me with your love, that I can be a glory carrier, that I can carry your presence into this Christmas season and help others see hope, see value, see worth in human life and dignity. When you do that, you are catalytic and you are changing things in the spirit realm that it may seem so minute in the moment, and yet it could ripple through all of eternity and change the trajectory of what happens. One person like Billy Graham, one person like Todd White, one person like Mother Teresa, one person like George Washington can change the world. And you may be the person that is sent to encourage that person. But my friends, if we get stuck doing the busy of life this Christmas season, we will miss many of those divine appointments where God is putting these little subtle moments where he's bringing people kind of next to each other. And we can just keep our head down, keep busy, or we can say, God, you're up to something and I want to be a part of it. You are a change agent. And I want you to put your shoulders back to see your value in God's eyes, and then to look at other people with the value he sees in them as well. I pray this is a delightful, magical, wonderful Christmas season for you. I bless you. And I pray in a cascading joy overwhelms you this Christmas season and that you can look back at the year that we've just walked through and look at the miracles and use that to feel hope 
that good is on a rise, that good is ahead of us, that good is before us, and that he is turning things to good for those who diligently seek him. I love you guys, and we'll see you for the next episode. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for watching this episode of Unlock You. It is our dream to invest in you. And one of the ways you can do that is by getting more of the bonus material, the content, and to know about future events. Head to the website, drshannoncrawford.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and you'll be the first to know what we're rolling out. And we want you to truly get unlocked so that you can thrive, not only for yourself, but also for the greater calling on your life. Let's link arms and do it together. See you in the next episode.